This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. I'm Elizabeth Taylor. And I'm Alex Shapiro. We are estheticians in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and we work with really incredible, diverse, ambitious, and driven women that are killing it in life. And they deserve to be celebrated. So on this podcast, we're going to be sharing their stories with you. Yeah, and then in between those interview episodes, we'll be doing segments where it's just the two of us, maybe some guest stars, and we'll be (laughs) chatting about beauty, life, weird shit about being in your 30s and just learning more about one another because that's what makes us more similar than different. Also, we're a lot of fun and we We have a super multicultural community and we kind of think that you might too. So why not talk all things beauty under one black and Jewish roof? Hell yes. Um, Also, we'll be answering listener questions. So make sure to write to us at truebeautybrooklynpodcast at gmail.com. All right, guys. So let's jump into the show. Bye. Hi friends. Hey. So this week on the pod we have a very special guest. Her name is Jackie Bauer and she is the head of product development at the hair company Hair Story. Yes. So Jackie is, as you guys are going to find out, really incredible. We had so much fun talking to her because her life is just full of so many fucking incredible twists and turns. Honestly, it's such like, like you said earlier, it's such a fucking New York story. Yes. Even though she didn't have any, well, she didn't really have any, you'll find out. You guys are going to find out, (laughs) but this woman, she's a problem solver, solutions oriented. Yes. Didn't let anything stand in her way from becoming a ballerina at such a young age yeah 12 at 12 years old she's accepted into this crazy boarding school Mm -hmm. but only accepted like 25 kids from around the world totally had a devastating beginning of her career injury that actually ended her career yeah so she just had to figure shit out and And boy did she (laughs) she really did i I loved this story because i don't know i feel like it took so many twists and turns that i wasn't expecting yes and gave me just a lot of inspiration. Totally. So before Hair Story, Jackie worked at Estee Lauder. She worked at Bumble and Bumble. She helped to produce the Vidal Sassoon documentary. Okay, which sounds so cool. I meant to ask her how to find it. I need to yes, contact her. Yes, the and Vidal ask her. Sassoon documentary was almost at the end of her journey, and it was almost came up at a point where we glossed over it. And then I was like, "That bitch just said Vidal Sassoon documentary." Yeah, I traveled around the world Tra- with him. Yes, and it premiered at the Tribeca Film Festival. Wait, the best is when you ask, like, "Oh, we didn't know you know how to like make films," and she's like, "I don't know, I figured it out." Exactly. <laughs> what exactly? A what a badass! And let that be. 
Wow, the little tidbit that you guys need to know before you dive into this interview, because yes. we're not going to ruin it for you. But Hair Story, um, you guys are going to find out, is an incredible company that cares about hair just as much as it cares about the people who are selling their products, salon owners yes. and cosmetologists. And they care about bringing people together, bringing the beauty community together. And more than just... Um, yeah, their products are aimed to be used on all different kinds of hair, which is so unique. A hundred percent, yes. And, I mean, Jackie tells the story better than I can, but basically she was dealing with psoriasis on her scalp. And if you've never experienced psoriasis on your scalp or on your body, it's the worst. It's mm. itchy. It's irritating. It's horrible. Mm -hmm. And she came up with a solution. And yes. that was the basis of this... Um, Incredible... Their hero product, essentially. Yes. Non, new Wash non is what it's called. Yeah. A non-poo shampoo conditioner, but it's not either. It's yes. just everything. Exactly. It is everything. You'll find out. You guys are going to find out. Solutions-oriented. Jackie yeah. Bauer. Badass. You guys, enjoy the interview. Enjoy. I'm Jackie Bauer, and I am a product developer at Hair Story. Very cool. Awesome. Thank you for being on the podcast, by the way. Um, Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, absolutely. Alex and I kind of, we love to, well, we love to meet women, obviously, and we just love to hear the journey of, the journey of your life period that brings us to whatever point you'd like to speak about. So some people like to speak about their business and their products. Some people like to speak about their art or their passion or what have you. So you can kind of decide where in the journey you'd like to like uh, catch us up to to get to where you're going to take us, if that makes sense. Sure. Cool. Sure. So if you don't mind, um, where did you grow up? I was born and raised in Miami, Florida. Mm -hmm. And at a very young age, 12, 13, I actually left home because I went to a ballet boarding school. Oh, wow. That was my path. So that's what I wanted to do. And it was a school that had 25 kids from around the world, wow. uh, boys and girls. And So they didn't was, choose many students. <laughs> they did not choose many students. That's a big deal. At all. And it, was, it was a big deal. Where was it? Where was the boarding school? It was in Boca, Raton, of all places. Oh. Okay, yeah, you didn't yeah. have to go too far. <laughs> no, did not have to go too far, yet I wasn't allowed to see my parents or my family. Like, it oh, was wow. hardcore. You know, we danced seven hours a day. We had two hours of academics, six days a week. And they were training you to go off and be in a, in a ballet company. And that's what I wanted to do. That's what I loved. So yeah. it was amazing, and it was an amazing experience. I think it honestly shaped who I am. Right. I, I mean, you were so young. How I lived my life. I was very, very young. Yeah. Very young. To even know at that age, like, I really want to do this so badly that I'm going to go to this boarding school. Right. Yeah. It's um, rare, but it's, uh, you know, I guess when you know, you know. You know, I see yeah. it in, I have twin nine-year-old girls, one of which started ice skating about two years ago, and they are now training her on an Olympic path. Wow. If you can believe it. Yeah. At nine years old. So we're like, so it's kind of the, it's amazing to watch it. Yeah. You know, from totally. being from a parent and being like, oh my God, that's what I was like. And I was right. like, I'm so sorry to my mom every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this crazy obsession. Uh, but 
it's pretty amazing to have that that passion and that drive at such a young age. Yeah, what and made to be you, able to foster that? What made you uh, turn to dance? Like, what made? I mean, I guess a lot of young girls just like. I mean, I certainly wanted to be a ballerina, but like, what right. made you want to dance and then also um, have the discipline to do it on such a, a serious uh, level at such a young age? And I wonder also if you don't mind saying like what your parents were like and that they fostered that in you, because that's pretty impressive and incredible also. Yeah, yeah, they are amazing. So much of who I am obviously comes from them, but uh, they were incredible because that is, it was such a young age to lead and to like really lead and mm -hmm. be so independent because really what they had to accept was, okay, she's 12 and a half, I'm not gonna see her again Yeah, because she, you know, the, the goal once you graduate from that school is to go somewhere else. Right. You and know, either to a different country. Oh, wow. How long is the program usually? It's a four-year? No. Is it a four-year school? Yeah, it's usually oh, wow. a four-year program. So by I 16, you're about to be years. an adult. My goodness. Yeah. 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 Wow. We had to grow up fast. I left, actually. I left the school when I was 16 because I got into a company in New York City, and that's how I ended up in New York. So oh, wow. so at 16, you just went to New 16. York. That's insane. 16, yes. I was like, see ya. No. <laughs> totally. I mean, I went at 18, but I think of, like, the difference between 16 and 18 Huge. is already, yeah, I was like, in prepared at 18, <laughs> yeah. 16. Yeah. But also, that's so... That's so, I'm always very impressed by um, young, I mean, all athletes are young because there's an expiration date, right? But it's always, it's so much, it's, you live such a disciplined life in every aspect of the way to get to that yeah. place, especially to get to, to be a ballerina. That's incredible, right? And as you said, only 25 people from the entire world, like, did you just innate, I guess that's a silly question, did you innately have discipline or was there somebody around you that helps you to foster that? I think you just, you have it. I, I don't know. Because yeah. I, I'm only saying that now because I'm watching someone else do sort of the same thing that I did. And it's not like we have to push her to do anything. You know, yeah. she'll get up at six o'clock in the morning and start doing her exercises for an hour by herself while I'm sleeping. And it's like, wow. I think it's just there. You yeah. Know? Ballet. I have an older sister and she was like into jazz and tap and all that stuff. I was like, oh, I'm not really good at that. And it, you know, there's people who are really talented, and then there are those who have some talent and work their asses off. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I was in that category. Mm -hmm. And I almost think that the combination is better. You know, you've right. got people who are super, super talented, and I admire them. But, you know, you got to work a little bit, too. Totally. Right? You got to work hard for what you want. And um, I really, really, really did. Yeah. And I don't know, ballet just. So nice made me happy wow it just I made me happy it. that's awesome so then what was life like when you moved to New York for the ballet company it was crazy I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, know, I didn't know anyone so you know I was you know staying with a, a family who put up young kids and the woman was really great but it was still New York City and yeah I was 16 and I didn't yeah. have my mom and it was like you know nutty yeah um, and we just we worked and we worked and we worked and I was up here for a couple years and unfortunately you know dancers back then ballerinas in particular are not the Misty Copelands of today mm. you know we were strong but we were not muscular mm -hmm. and we weren't as powerful and we probably weren't as healthy frankly mm -hmm. and 
discipline is one thing, but, you know, looking back on it, you have to be able to say no, and I didn't really know how to say no, and I kept going and going, and unfortunately, I had a career-ending injury. Oh, no. Oh, no. And that was sort of the end of it at a really young age, and you're right, like, athletes have an expiration date. Mine came, unfortunately, too soon, Mm -hmm. Um, but you're put in that position where you're doing this thing and you think that it's going to be your life and then something like this happens and you're like shit what what am I going to do and that is I I sat there and looking at the doctor when he told me that you're kind of done right and I was like that's great and all but what am I going to do now right at like 19 right Right. you probably never saw anything else for yourself at that point Mm -hmm. never never I mean I didn't school wasn't even in my Only to be told, like, sorry, girl, like, right. you can't do that anymore. And, and by no fault of anybody, right? It's just, it's, it's, it's happens. A, it just happens. Yeah, that's got to be, like, incredibly diff- difficult. Difficult is even the word to describe it. Life-altering. Yes, yes. Re- I mean, it really, really is. I think about all these young athletes with what's been going on, you know, in the last five months with COVID and, you know, all these yes. seniors and... Like, you know, this was their time, and yeah. it sucks. If we got to see it, totally. I, I feel for them, my heart for them, but anyone who has yeah. to go through that or get injured, it really, it sucks. Yeah, totally. So after your injury, did you go back to Florida? I did go back to Florida. I had to have surgery, um, so I did that, and I enrolled myself at, uh, at UM because I said I have to go to school. I need to do something with myself. Um, I had a really long recovery from the surgery, and I looked at my parents one day when I was sort of like, I have to do something with myself, and said, I got to go back to New York. Mm-hmm. So I just, I have to, I loved it there. I have to be there. That's where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I waited a bit, and then I came back up. Nice. What was your plan when you said, I'm going back to New York, and I'm going to do what? Or it didn't matter. You were going to figure no it out. No fucking idea. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I had no idea. Yeah. I had a clue. You know, I knew one person who was in publishing. I was like, I really do like to write because I've written some children's books. And, you know, I thought I was going to go down that path. But I really, I didn't know at all. Okay. That's really admirable because you went your entire life with this very planned yes. out everything. Like, so strict and so just this is a very specific path to being like okay I'm just going to kind of throw caution to the wind and go to New York and figure shit out <laughs> totally yeah totally. yeah it's a big deal yeah it's huge <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's a really good point like it's, holy shit and it's so brave and what a mind what a change of mind it must have been I mean yeah that's really cool yeah so you got back here and um what did you end up, <laughs> what did <laughs> yeah. you end up doing <laughs> uh so I did, um, I worked in publishing for about a minute, and I said, you know what, this is really not for me, and, you know, I was up here and, and going into physical therapy still because of me, I had leg injury, and, you know, during my, my rehab time, I was introduced to 
a friend of a friend who said, you know, you should meet this guy, you know, you have similar stories, blah, blah, blah. 20 years later, he's now my husband, but we'll get uh-huh. to that. Stop! <laughs> I love that guy. It's a cheese ball. <laughs> he, yeah, yeah. he was a baseball player. He was drafted to the Yankees out of high school. And oh, wow. he blew out his shoulder. He had a career-ending injury. Totally. And oh so we were, ended up, like, rehabbing at the same time. <laughs> oh, wow. That's so cute. Yes, he, that's awesome. Like, real best human beings that were like, what are we going to do with ourselves? But... Um, anyway, so he, I, I had been that. introduced in um, an apartment building. He talks to everybody, so he started talking to this <laughs> neighbor of mine, and he worked at Estee Lauder. And I said, oh, that sounds cool. So I started chatting with him, and he got me into the temp program there. Mm-hmm. And so I started with, uh, you know, they have different groups, so I started with Prescriptives and La Mer and Kate Spade and Aveda. We had prescriptives. Um, I know. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that. I know. My first lipstick was that's prescriptives, I think. It's so good. Yeah, that's a good one. So I started there in, in beauty, and I've sort of been in that world ever since. Yeah. So what were you doing when you were working, when you are doing the temp work? Just out of curiosity. Um, I was actually doing PR. Okay. Started in PR for those brands. Um, I was fortunate to be able to meet, of course, Ruckelbacher from Aveda and, you know, all the, the oldies and goodies. It was a really, it was an amazing time then. Mm-hmm. It was just when La Mer was launching and, you know, Prescriptives was kind of in its prime. Yeah. What um, year was this? It was 2000. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good times. I was yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> 12, bring glitter on my face. Oh my god. <laughs> glitter gel, glitter gel was, yeah, it was and such glitter a bad in my idea. hair. Yeah. I like 2000. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. People talk okay. shit. No, I know. <laughs> I know. Stila was a good one. They were good. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I love it. Really, I mean, it was awesome. And then, you know, Temp went to permanent love and it. moved from PR, actually was able to work. Uh, for the president, for the group president there. That's um, awesome. That's awesome. And I, he's, he was an amazing, amazing guy and uh, learned so much from him. And he oversaw, I think, nine of the brands, including Bumble and Bumble. Mm. So then one day, I'm sitting at my desk and I get approached by the founder of Bumble and Bumble. Mm-hmm. You know, he used to come and meet with, with my boss. And he said, "What you know, what are you doing? I said, what do you mean what I'm doing? <laughs> I'm working. What do you mean? It's like, I don't know if you want to be here. And, you know, he was just that type of guy. So Right. Wait, like, okay, that's, how, often, that's how many fine. times have you met him before? Once. Oh, oh, my God. That was, sort of, that was sort of his thing. Okay. So, <laughs> you should be doing hair care. It's like, okay, that's great. Um, so then we were chit-chatting. And then about a week and a half later, I got a call on my line. And... He, it was him, and he said, you know, I have someone leaving. I think you should come join Bumble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. Right, <laughs> right. So I didn't even know if he was for real. So, right. You know, at, at that point, we were building the building down in the meatpacking district. Okay. BBU. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was sort of the first company that was down there. Oh, wow. Um, and, you know, he had this vision of going there and building this crazy amazing building and space and uh after three hour interview 
got the job, and he and I worked together for 14 years. Whoa. So, okay, so i got to know, what made this guy so special to you, that you met him once, and you thought, this dude is offering me a job, he told me I don't seem like I'm happy here, and I'm just going to go take it. Like, what, what about it yeah. was intriguing to you that made you be like, all right, I'll go follow this guy? You know, I ask myself that all the time. <laughs> all the time, because, you know, life is funny, and, you know, 14 years is a very long stint, and, you know, shit happens, and unfortunately, we've separated, but we can go into that later. But um, he, I don't know, you, you just, you meet these people sometimes when it's at the right moment, at the right time, and he was kind of right. Like, mm. everything that we were talking about and everything that I felt like I wanted to do and accomplish, mm -hmm. it had to be there right? with with him and that company and that brand. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, you know, I didn't even have to really contemplate it too much. Right. I just kind of went with it. Like which trusted is crazy because I did, yeah, and I, you know, I generally trust my gut, but I take time to consider. Mm -hmm. and yeah, I it seems like this. that's a pretty big leap considering, like, you didn't have a formal education. You'd only been with this company. It seemed like you kind of ended up in beauty. Do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't mm -hmm. something that it seems like you were inherently interested in. And so then here comes this guy that's like, you shouldn't be doing this. You should be doing hair. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a huge leap of faith, and it obviously worked out for you. But it's just it's so interesting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he just, I don't know. Um, but I, I appreciate it because the beauty industry sort of found me. I always say the beauty industry found me in the same way that it, I kind of just ended up here. And I couldn't imagine working yeah, in any same. other industry now. Right. But it never crossed my mind until it did. No, I actually, right. I got, when I was like 18... My friend's mom got a psychic to come to her house, and we each got a reading with, with her. <laughs> so good. We each got, like, 30 minutes with the psychic, and the psychic told me, and at the time I wanted to be a veterinary technician, so I wanted to work with animals, but the psychic told me that I was going to work in the beauty industry, and I was so annoyed by it. I'm like, really? the psychic is bullshit. <laughs> like, she doesn't know <laughs> That's awesome. It's so cool. Yeah, that's so awesome. weird. Right. It really does find... I think that's how the beauty industry is, is it fucking finds you. Yeah. And it, like, tortures you until you just, like, let yeah. it take you. Yeah. It's <laughs> it so cool. It, it really does. I love that. <laughs> so when you're saying the things that you wanted to accomplish with your career, if you don't mind my asking, like, what were those things? You know, Bumble was a pretty incredible company, mm -hmm. um, especially back then, because they were really the first to become partners with all of the fashion brands and be part of Fashion Week. Mm. And, you know, Fashion Week was really different back then than it is now. And, you know, the products were the first products that were actually different than most things that had come out. And just the look and feel of the brand itself was edgy and it was cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it really was kind of a cult brand. Yeah, I remember People being a teenager being part like, of it. oh, this is cool stuff. I mean, first of all, yeah. you basically yeah. were in the meatpacking district and probably helped a lot to make other people come down there if they were yeah. like, one of the first people building an office down there. So, Seriously. trendsetter yeah. for sure. Like, if that doesn't say Seriously. enough, like... <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. You know, I, I really, I've always loved product. Mm -hmm. And I always... You know, I'm not... A, product junkie necessarily but I was always so fascinated and intrigued with 
how it all comes together. Mm-hmm. And you know, the, the, this guy who I worked with, he's like, "That's that's great. You know, you're going to learn that, but you got to start, uh, you know, and learn the business." Mm-hmm. Um, and in that time frame, I learned so much about every facet of that business that I really kind of ran it with him mm. um, at the end, you know, from from products to PR to sales. I was able to get so much knowledge and it's kind of awesome to be able to be a jack of all trades mm-hmm. in one way. On the other side of things, you know, you do want to be able to excel at one thing too. Totally. So uh, my time there has just shaped what I'm doing today mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. So you said you were doing everything there, went from PR, then you're doing everything there. And what led you to product design, product development? Development, yes. So Estee Lauder had bought into Bumble and Bumble in 2000, and they sold the remaining of it in 2006. Mm-hmm. And some of us decided that, you know, at that point it was time to go. Mm-hmm. And so we left. Yeah. And we had a, a non-compete for years, which meant we couldn't really do a thing in, in the industry. But mm-hmm. that didn't mean we couldn't think about what we wanted to do totally. you know, going yeah. forward. You know, during that time off, which really wasn't time off, but um, <laughs> we were able to do an incredible amount of things. I mean, we made a... I produced a documentary on Vidal Sassoon. Um, oh, awesome. We traveled around the world with him. Oh, He's just the pretty most. Cool. <laughs> pretty cool. I mean, also, very casual. Like, was, yeah. I was, I, <laughs> <laughs> he, he is the most amazing human being on yep. the planet. Oh, wow. I mean, he just, when we were doing this, he was 82 years old. Oh, wow. And when oh, I God. tell you that, you know, we would be at a book signing filming him and the 500 hairdressers in line to get their book signed and I kept saying to him you know what we're good like he looked like he was going to fall down let's go we'll (laughs) we'll take this up to Martin goes no Jackie I got to finish every single one I need to shake their hands I'm here they're here for me I just have to do it wow he's just so just is amazing yeah Um, and it was such a fun project to work on so we Mm -hmm. got to interview all of these people from the 60s and it was just it was awesome and it the film actually premiered at Tribeca Film Festival wow that's so cool so what was a bonus yeah yeah you've done like everything I was gonna say how did you you know it's not about about filmmaking girl like how did that come about I don't know I I just I figured it out I no fucking clue what I was doing. This is so cool. And I just, I figured it out, and we, you know, we went to LA, we went to London, we went to Spain, we all all over the freaking place. Did um, you have a relationship with him prior to that, or did you just say, this is somebody I really admire, I'm going to just reach out to him and see how it goes? We did have a bit of a relationship with him, right. um, because we had interviewed him for um, a book called Hair Heroes, which was produced um, during the Bumble days. So we did have a relationship with him. The project started out as sort of an 80th birthday present to him, and it was mm. supposed to be a, a small little film, and it turned into this big, huge yeah. <laughs> documentary, you know, full-length thing. 
but it was yeah the Dallas really student nice. it's, a, it's a, a long pretty impressive life to put together for a 15 minute show I imagine yeah, <laughs> just right? like, we gotta do yeah, this guy no, justice <laughs> like in, within five minutes we're like yeah that's not that's not happening right um, so you know for him I think it was his way of it was sort of his last dance in mm. a way you know yeah because he he died a couple of years after wow. um, and for him to be able to go back out and go to these premieres and have these people you know just waiting in lines for him again that you know totally. to be able to see his the smile on his face and, mm -hmm. and know that we could do this for him mm -hmm. was was pretty incredible that's really um, awesome you helped to was, like to seal his legacy. I mean, his legacy's all over the shelves in every drugstore, but... Sure, But, sure. you know, to know... I mean, I've met women who, embarrassingly, don't realize that these names are real people, you know? Yeah. Whether right, it's, right. like... One girl was like, Chanel's a real person? I was like, come on, girl. But... <laughs> oh, no. But... <laughs> Babe. Right? It's a little shocking. But, however... Yeah, uh, you know, especially the more... Like, my cousin is 19... And I asked her if she knew, she was like, what's Goop? I was like, well, do you know who Gwyneth Paltrow is? She's like, no. It's like, all right, girl, well. So like, these <laughs> names just become nothing so soon, know, unfortunately. And you got to, to help to, I'm telling you, but you got to help to like not legitimize him. I don't know. Create yeah. his legacy. Yeah. Yeah. That's You're incredible. right. And it was for another, a different generation. Totally. Totally. And Very that's cool. what was so amazing about it. Yeah. You had all these really young hairdressers who frankly you're right some of them thought of him as a name on a hairdryer or right. a shampoo bottle yeah and they're like no like this is him this is who shaped hairdressing a hundred percent so it was real it was a great project to be a part of so that was sort that went off track sorry but <laughs> that no, that's what we do on it. this podcast that's we take we tangents <laughs> <laughs> that we did we did that during uh, our, our time and then we always thought that we'd come out with something new and different in hair. Mm -hmm. And, you know, during that time, and I had only ever used Bumble products, mm -hmm. um, I had personally been dealing with some severe scalp psoriasis mm. to the point where I had to go to the dermatologist and get shots in my scalp. Oh, my God. Jeez. And I was like, there has to be another way. What yeah. the hell is going on here? And you always hear from your hairdresser. You always do. Don't shampoo so much. Don't mm -hmm. shampoo so much. Right? Mm. And I wanted to know why. And lots of research later, I found out why. Mm -hmm. And the why is the detergent. Mm. So I said, okay, how do we move forward and formulate a product that's going to work as well as shampoo, that's going to condition as well as conditioner, but does not have detergent. Yeah. Um, and that is how New Wash was born. I love it. Um, I used it today for the first time. You did? Yeah, and I love it. My hair feels ah, so good. Yeah. It feels really Which good. Which one did you use? Original? Um, yeah. I think we, we got <laughs> yes. three, and I didn't yes, realize did. when I grabbed it that there were different kinds. <laughs> Until after, but I think it's the original because we still have the rich and the deep. Mm -hmm. Yes. So you got the original. Um, I was very skeptical. I'm not gonna lie, but we'll talk about that more yeah. later. You yes. keep going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean that, and that's sort of how it it came to be. Yeah. Um, you know, it was a lot of years. It was a lot of research, and after you know, I approved the final submission. 
and I was using it to this day, and it's now ten years. Wow. Um, wow. Not not one flake. Wow. On my scalp. That's insane. And yeah. It's the only thing I've ever used on my kids. They've mm. never used shampoo or conditioner. I like that you don't even consider your product as shampoo or conditioner. Yeah, it just nope. is. It just it just is. Yeah. Um, that's no. Nope. That's really cool. It, yeah. It is. It's the replacement. Mm-hmm. No, it's awesome. So, how did you go about then forming this company? So, you know, as I said, life, like, <laughs> life has, you know, different turns. And, also, um, like, you have such a New Yorker story, I'm sorry, I just have to say, in that, like, you just meet all these, it sounds like you meet all these incredibly artistic driven people and because it's New York and they are all of those things, you have the ability to do these really fucking awesome things that just take you to so many different places in life and it's really, yeah. I, it's super admirable. Because really you redeemed kind of, yourself from this injury and yes, like, yes. <laughs> becoming a father. Yeah. <laughs> yes, thank God. Yes, but it's, it's really cool. I love it. I love that there's no... The, the one continuation is you and is beauty, but you, you've been all over the place with it. And that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. I love that. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Sorry to cut you off. So yeah, tell us how the company started. Well, you have this amazing product, but besides that. So when we started Hair Story, it was different than what it is now. And, and what I mean is it was a different group of us that, you know, had initiated this company and we weren't necessarily going to go, you know, the e-commerce product route. It was mm. more about photography and shooting in an incredible studio and we didn't actually know where we wanted it to go. We just knew that we wanted to, you know, showcase people's hair stories, hence the name. Mm. Um, but you need products for that. So. Yeah. You know, we went on for about a year, and I had worked with the GM at Bumble and Bumble for years, and, you know, when we left, we separated, mm. um, and then we sort of came together again, and he said, I heard you have this great product. Wait, this is, I had this is this the same guy who came and snapped you the first time? No. Okay. No. So by this point, unfortunately, he and I sort of separated. Okay. Uh, you know, and that happens. Yeah. So Crazy. this guy came along, and he's the CEO of Hair Story. His name is Eli Hallowell. Incredible hey, Eli. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said, I got this great business model idea. Here you got this great product. Why don't we, why don't we do this? And we did. And so five and a half years ago, we launched Hair Story. Mm-hmm. And it was the right timing and it was the right group of people and it had the right intention. And I think that's what's made it the success that it is today. Mm-hmm. And 
he did have an incredible different business model. Yeah. You know, we we sell e-commerce mostly. Mm-hmm. And we sell to independent hairdressers and salons. We will not sell to retail. Mm-hmm. And the reason is, is because the hairdresser is our lifeblood. Mm. You know, they are the recommenders. Yeah. They are the people who know the products inside and out, and consumers trust them. Yeah. But nowadays, a consumer is in your chair, and they're looking up products on Sephora and this and that. Yeah. That ha- that hairdresser loses out on the commission. We didn't right. want that to happen. Oh wow. So he figured mm-hmm. out a way to, um, in perpetuity, be able to, whether that consumer stays with the hairdresser or not, they will forever get that commission on product sales. Oh, wow. That is That's awesome. why we can't go to retail, because yes. they can't figure out how to make that connection. Yes. We were able to do it with Amazon, though. We oh, said, wow. we're not going to join you unless we can figure out how these hairdressers can get that commission, and we, we awesome. did it. That is so cool and really nice also that your mission goes beyond just like, okay, we have this line and we want to sell it. Yes. You know, number one, you're supporting hairdressers. Yes. Um, hairstylists, which as estheticians, I can say that, yeah, I ran into that before. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'll just buy that product online. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also that you care, that you don't yeah. just, that you're not just about making this product to sell. You thought so much further beyond it because you have so much experience, obviously, like within salons. But speaking as a couple of old millennials, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I know we care about shit like that. Yeah. We do. That means a lot to me. That's like enough to make me, I always like a good story. <laughs> That's enough to make me want to buy a company's product. Well, I do have yeah. to say that I was so tickled when um, you guys reached out because I was so tickled. I was so tickled. Well, because that was the exact feeling that I had because I've had several clients that swear by Hair Story, and you know we we uh, live and work in Williamsburg, and so we have so much diversity and every ethnicity come through. But my first reaction is always like, "Oh, that's a white girl's hair product." Like, no offense, and not for me. And they're like, mm, "I heard it is for you," and I'm like, mm, "You probably heard wrong. Sorry." And I went to the website, and I was like, "Wait a second." there's brown people all over here (laughs) (laughs) and I've never seen a company like that ever it's always very black or white in America anyway and um, yeah do you know it's funny I heard this quote once and it's the reason that I wanted to start this podcast and it's that the last acceptable places of segregation are in church and in the hair salon and it's very true and nobody questions it just you know you go to your church and nobody questions that you go to your black or your white church you go to your black or your white hair salon and you just feel whether it's a comfort thing or whatever it just what is what it is but that's not necessarily the world that we live in anymore yeah Uh and I love that you guys see that and you are not only just like showing it online but like truly trying to make a product that's for everybody you know it's one thing to just say it it's another thing to get behind it and really try to do it so that's very cool. It's true. So, yeah. It's true. And, you know, it, the products Nuwash and the other products do, they, they are for everyone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people look at me like I'm crazy when I say that. They said they can't, can't be. You know, that's why all these shampoo companies have 50,000 shampoos on the shelves. Mm. And I'm like, but have you actually stopped to look at what's in those products? Mm-hmm. It's all the same shit. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a different fragrance. And also, America, um, we're nothing if we're not consumers. That's why there's a hundred different shampoos yeah. on the shelf. Like, 
Not yeah. because they're all so great. It's because companies like you just said, the Estee Lauder that have been around for a hundred years need to figure out how to keep making money. Totally. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I, uh, Except for yours. <laughs> no, but but literally, but that's why these these young companies are coming up and disrupting. That's why we're disruptors because it's actually fixing the problem, not putting a bandaid over, but saying like, I see you, I hear you, and thank God we're living in a world now where it's more accessible for for reg quote unquote regular people to just start to just be like, I've got an idea. Let's see where this goes because you can cut out the middleman in so many different ways. So you can Absolutely. experiment and play with things and figure it out, which is, is really awesome. It's very cool that you guys are doing that. Totally. Yeah, and we, you know, we do. We consider ourselves disruptive mm -hmm. because we really are kicking that whole idea of the shampoo conditioner process to the curb. Mm -hmm. Because when you really get down to it, when you really understand it, you don't need that. And you certainly don't need conditioner because, as you said, conditioner is the band-aid to shampoo. Mm. It has to be. Yes. You know, you can't possibly it's true. Use it, go in the shower and shampoo. Right. Mm. I mean, if you're using regular shampoo, what's going to happen when you get out of the shower? You're going to be a disaster mm -hmm. because you need whatever is in the conditioner, the silicone, yeah. to, you know, settle your, your hair back down. So I've actually thought about this before, mm. where I've just been like, why are shampoos so harsh if you literally have to use this other product after it to like make your hair feel better? But then I'm like, I don't know shit about hair, so I'm gonna keep doing this. <laughs> <laughs> don't think too much about it. Yeah, but I have had the thought. But anyway, I so I used the new wash this morning, and I was so skeptical, because number one, my scalp gets pretty oily, but I get really dry at the ends because I highlight my hair and I'm also, I'm getting a haircut in a few weeks, but it's been a while since I've cut it. So it's just been feeling like shit on the ends. And I was like, there's no way that this product is going to cut it. Mm -hmm. Like it's just not possible. But I have to say my hair looks and feels really nice today. I mean, I just air dried it and, and our friend who's a very reputable <gasps> stylist came she in. She came in today and uh, she just looked at me for a second and yeah. was like, your hair looks great. Yeah. And That's the I first was thing like, she said. <gasps> yeah, it's true. And my hair, honestly, oh, in general, sorry. has not been looking great because it needs to get a fucking haircut. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but I am really impressed by it and impressed that when I put it in my hands, I was like, uh, but this feels like a conditioner. How is it going <laughs> to wash my hair? Right. But it's in. My hair feels super clean. My scalp smells good. I know because I asked my husband. <laughs> and... I don't know. I'm really amazed by it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm into it. That's awesome. I think this is like my thing now. I, I don't think it. I need, for several years now, I've really tried, or more than several years, I've really tried to just like lessen waste and also just simplify my life in the sense of like not having a lot of stuff. And I don't like to have a lot of stuff in my shower. I yeah. just feel like, oh, you look like this annoying, shitty consumer when you have like, a ton of stuff in your shower. Right, right. I literally have this thought with myself, and I really narrowed it down, and now I'm like, huh. You're like, I can't really narrow one it down. more thing. Yeah. So speaking of that, we're interested, and I kind of gave, it's hilarious, because Alex asked this, and I gave her a bullshit answer, but I don't know the truth. She was asking about the um, packaging. Can you talk to us about that? I thought that it was had something to do with the environment, but I'm not sure. Again, millennial. container ever or does it just stay in this bag I don't mind that it's in the bag but tell us about so the bag it is <laughs> it is resellable so okay. um, that is the other 
beauty of this company is that we are really trying to be environmentally conscious mm -hmm. and we're constantly looking for new ways to do that and we've got some exciting things happening next year in that regard but yes this is refillable so you can sign up to the refill club you cool. get your couch you either get an aluminum bottle or an aluminum jar and you can set your frequency for however long you need and we send you at first the kit with everything you need and then we keep sending you the pouches to refill into nice i love that yes that's really i really, really cool. love that i love anything that's better for the environment and anything to just like simplify your life yes honestly why this product is. really sounded so cool to me and now that i know that it works i'm like hell yeah yeah, yeah. so wait so you send you, the consumer, get the glass jar or the aluminum, and then you send back the bag, and the bag gets refilled? Is that what it is? No, I think you get the bag, and then you no. fill your container with the bag. I see. Yeah, and so you do. You throw your bag away. I see, and I see, I see. It's actually okay. about an 82% carbon footprint savings. As oh, nice. Awesome. Plastic, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. Cool. Oh, I love that. Millennials yeah. love that. Gen Z. Yeah, I, really I know. I'm like, so, how, I so tell me how it's still environmental. I don't get it. <laughs> You're like, bitches, yeah. I know what I'm doing. It's awesome. Doing this yeah. right? That's so cool. It's, uh, it's less is more in totally. so many ways in, you know, the way that we package and the amount of products in the line itself. We don't have many. And I did that for a reason. And I'm, I'm really putting my foot down on that because we don't need 55 products in the line yeah you know if you ask the top editorial hairdressers in the world how many products they actually use mm -hmm. it's five wow and if you Including make products that are really good or no yeah if they're good and they work you know yeah that's yeah. it it's like skincare yeah Do you know I don't um even though I'm an esthetician I have yeah, about five products yeah. I use in total, morning and night, yeah. total, my whole routine always. Yeah. Because I use quality products, exactly. so I don't need to yeah. use a shit ton of stuff. Totally. And it's the same with this. I would look at this and be like, oh, this is special because there aren't a ton of products. Yes. That's just from being in this industry, at least. Totally. I think exactly. I would say, like, oh, they honed in on just these. They're yeah. not wasting time on anything else. These yeah. five must that be work really the well. best. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 And, you know, the goal of New Wash and all of the products, actually, are to work with your hair instead of against it. Mm. So when you start with new wash, you're starting with a healthier base, which means you don't have to do that much styling. Yeah. And so the styling philosophy really can be less is more because we've got less products with better quality ingredients mm -hmm. and, you know, I handpicked yes. everything for a specific function and, mm -hmm. you know, I always start with an essential oil base and, and built from there, but you don't have to do too much to your hair after. People, mm -hmm. you know, our consumers are kind of thrilled about that. Yeah. You know, new wash users have this healthier hair now that you could just let be be. Yes. And I to know, like, what feedback has been from um, hairstylists about, like, their clients' hair from using this? Um, it's kind of crazy. They, they do what happened to you. So, <laughs> you know, you've, yeah. got, you've got clients coming in and they sit in the hairdresser's chair and the hairdresser's like, what are you even using? Because your hair feels and looks so much 
healthier. Mm-hmm. And then they tell them, and then, you know, they call us, and, you know, yeah. or vice versa. Yeah. And I'm excited really for when I get my hair cut in a couple weeks, because I wonder what she'll say. I know she'll notice, yeah. for sure. Because even though, remember I had you fill my ends. Yes. They're like rough, but not that bad. I don't know about rough ends, girl. Box. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't want to Don't have those problems. <laughs> no, I'm just, impre- I'm just impressed. But, um, so people can find hair story products only in salons? And Amazon. Um, and Amazon. Online. So, hairstory.com. Got it. The majority of our business is through Right, you e-com. said e-commerce. Yes. So what are your goals? Well, one is, got to ask this, and I think I know the answer, but has the pandemic affected your business in any way? If so, how? Um, You know, and I'm going to knock on wood, Mm -hmm. we've had a really, really great couple of months. Yeah, that's Um, what I kind of thought you'd say. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm really, really thankful for that. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of e-commerce-based beauty companies Mm -hmm. have had this. Yeah. yeah, you know, people have the time now. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, they can do their really, research. They can do their research. Consumers are all about education now, and mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. is really, really important to us. It's all about educating the consumer. You need to be educated with this type of product. People need to understand why it is a replacement for what they've been doing for years and years and years, and why it's important. Yes. So, I think that, you know because we've been able to give them what they want in terms of that education, both, you know, product, ingredient, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're very trusting and we're trying to be as open and authentic and transparent as possible. That's really important to us too. So, mm-hmm. you know, whereas we list every single ingredient that we put into a product, many companies don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. there's no, re- there's no reason not to, yeah. Like at this point, you you need to you need to give that to the consumer. They're smart. Totally, They're really smart. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. It's offensive otherwise. Like, so you're just going to trick me in this information age right now when I can just Google it, right? So, yeah. Like, exactly. right, really, sir. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> you know, I think too is kind of what we were saying earlier in terms of uh, the pandemic right now. I can speak from what we're seeing. Our clients say is that people. One, because you're in your house so much, you see, you're, we're all looking at ourselves. <laughs> we're just like, how long has that wrinkle been there? Is this right. new? Like, what yeah. is that? But two is like exactly what you're saying. You have the time to do your research and educate yourself. Two is like there weren't hair salons for a while. But three is that you really have the time to see change. You know, oftentimes yeah. people will try a product and I'll say, well, how did you like it? And they're like, well, I don't even know. Because for whatever reason, but now you're going to know one way or another, either this mm-hmm. did nothing or yeah. like, oh my God, I look great. My hair uh-huh. looks great. And when you can see, and that's something that we talk about also in terms of skincare, for some, some, you know, like hyperpigmentation is difficult to treat because you want it gone yesterday. It's going to be six months until it's gone. But when sure. there's the results that you can see that day or overnight or instantaneous, it's like, oh my God, yes. And that's exactly what Alex's... Like, my hair has a shine to it. Yeah. And that's all that people want right now, just to feel happy. Sometimes. Well, it's so, like, overbleached. Well, like... But I guess what I'm trying to do to help you, to help all of our listeners out there buy it, is, like, get you a product that you use and you see results that, like, I feel great. I know that it has great ingredients and it's good for the it's good for your body totally yeah 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 i'm into it i'm into it too and i understand why you guys are doing well that sounds that's awesome yeah. very cool i love it yeah
kind of tell you about the um, I didn't know then, but I'm older now segment? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, this is like, the, this is horrendous. This is awful. Yeah, <laughs> yes, we so awful. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, okay, so as you know, much of my life was spent as a, as a ballerina, so I had to have my hair pulled back like 24 7 mm-hmm. and um y- you know we, we talk about body image and and this idea of what perfection is and it's it's very different now mm-hmm. than it was then and I had this crazy obsession with my ears mm-hmm. and it probably, it probably didn't help that my sister was like tormenting me you know with the Dumbo movie but right. <laughs> Right. So it's like, what am I gonna do? I've got this. My hair is slicked back all the time. I was super thin. I got this one ear that's like sticking out all the time. Just one? Eyelash glue. Oh my god. Eyelash glue. <gasps> wow. Wow. Really does. It's it's awful. It's wait. Awful. I wait. was talking to my husband. I'm like, can I? Really tell them this. Wait, <laughs> I need to know the mechanics behind this. Wait, did you do this every day? Um, uh, yes. And <laughs> I just, are your I ears know. okay? Wait. Also, okay. So you put a little glue behind your ear and then just like hold it back there until it's stuck, and then you're yeah. good. And then I was honestly, like, that's actually genius. Fucking genius. Yeah. You know, and that <laughs> it's genius. I don't hate it. Do you know? Well, girl, you had a problem and you found a solution. <laughs> and it worked. You know what? I found a solution. I wasn't going to a doctor to get it, you know. Exactly. So I was like, fuck that. It's too difficult. Yeah. You know, and now years later, I put on a little weight. My face filled out. I'm good to go. <laughs> I got my hair down. I'm fine. I thought you were going to say, and you know, 20 years later, and I still glue my ears. <laughs> that you did, you're fine. Honestly, God. Will Smith <laughs> wishes that he came up with that idea. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> that was very uh, good because I've never heard anything like it. But do you know what? It goes so much to say. It ties in with your story because, girl, you just have been, like, figuring it out. You've been solving problems, like, everything you know, that you told us so far. Just, like, there was a problem, I solved it. Yeah. Here's the big glue that chip back with eyelash glue. <laughs> <laughs> and you were smart. You're like, okay, this is something you can put on your skin. If right. you put on your eyes, it could exactly. put on my ear. Yes. You weren't using, like, you know. Crazy glue. Yeah. That's what I would have done. I'm like, what yeah, if no, yeah. I still have. I'd be like, yeah. No. All good. And that's what it's about. That's what it's about, Jay. right? And I tell my kids, too. I'm like, no. You're figure stuff out. Yes, solutions like oriented. Solutions you know, you have to. I love that. Yeah, well, that just Problem made my day. Solution. Yeah, that's, that, honestly, that just made my day, too, because I'm picturing you, like, so you glued the ear to your hair, which is why eyelash glue, right? Because your hair was up, and if they're that big, I feel oh, like... yeah, it must have gotten in your hair Oh, no, 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 okay, yeah, there's yeah, your yeah, nape. Your nape is right there. It was like both. Okay. Well, yeah, it just, it was a disaster. <laughs> Did your husband already know second. about this ear gluing? Until you told me recently, <laughs> you're gluing. No, he did not. <laughs> you, know, so you really are like that that chick crazy. <laughs> it's, it goes back a very, very long time. Oh God, I <laughs> love like, that. Love that it. is too funny. That's so. It's good because it's so innocent. It's so so sweet. You know, and didn't didn't get surgery. Your sister was such an asshole, and you were just like, I'm gonna show her. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's her fault. I blame her. Oh, that's great. Oh, man. I love it. 
Um, well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Is there anything anything else that you want to ask or anything that we should know? Can you say, tell us one more time where everybody can find your products and, and information about Hair Story and how to stay in touch? Sure. Um, HairStory.com. Perfect. Very easy. Easy enough. Easy peasy. <laughs> HairStory.com. We'd love to have you. Uh, we're, we're oh, Instagram. Oh, Instagram, yes. Oh, at, uh, at Hair Story Studio. Perfect. Cool. Awesome. Love yeah. it. Hey, guys. Oh, hey there. Hope you loved that interview as much as we did. I really, okay, there are a couple of things I want to touch upon. Mm-hmm. Number one, Jackie is so fucking casual with, with telling us so all these things that she's done that I think are really cool. Yes. But maybe she's just, it's her life, so she's just like, yeah, I don't know, I just did it. But to, to have a New Yorker also, sorry to cut you off, but like yes. people think that New Yorkers are assholes and like name drop and say that they do all these cool things, but it's just because it's the truth and, and it's so casual because it's like it is casual everyday life and I heard it kind of for, like as an outsider must hear things the way she was just like oh and then I did that and then I did that it's like dude yeah do you not realize that this is extraordinary the things that you're saying yeah it's so cool and I know I pointed this out during the interview that I think it's so but I really do think it's so impressive that she had this like insanely strict life as a child yes. doing ballet, even before she went to the boarding school. Clearly, Obviously. And she wasn't she that impressed was... with my question of asking where the discipline came from. She's like, what She's do you like, mean? It's in me, bitch. Yeah, that bitch is nuts. In a great way. She is so like, <laughs> but the that's fact powerful. That she did that at a young age, also knew at that age that this was something she really wanted and understood that it was something that was going to be with her till, you know, for years to come. Totally. Like, wasn't just for right then and there. Mm-hmm. She was willing to go to this boarding school and then this ballet company in the city. Mm-hmm. Like, Give bad bitch. childhood. Essentially, yeah, yeah. Totally. And, holy shit. Also, yes. can we have her parents on the pod to be like... Right? Also so, bad bitches. Totally. They... How did you raise this woman to be so strong and independent at such a young age? Yes. And, and it must have been a lot of work on their part. Duh. You know, taking her to ballet <laughs> lessons, taking money that they've spent. Yes. All of this. Yes. I yes. think is really cool. Totally. And um, her story of gluing her ears back. Oh, my God. With eyelash so glue. So good. Forever. But she was really great. And... I will say again that I honestly do love the new wash. Yes. I also forgot to say that I use their texturizing spray, and I really love that also because it didn't leave my hair feeling like there's a film on it. I feel no like a crunchy lot of, curls, too. No crunchy curls. A lot of texturizing sprays feel that way. Um, and then I plan on, in the next week, using their volumizing hairspray and their dry shampoo, and I'll report back. Yes, let us know. What I thought about it. Totally. Um, but I hope that you guys really loved that interview. Again, you can find Hair Story at Hair Story Studio on Instagram mm-hmm. and on their website at totally. hairstory.com. Yes. And um, check out their products. I think if nothing else, I think the new wash is also a really good product if you're going to try anything from them. Yes. Because I think it's kind of life-changing. Ah, That's, that's so huge. cheesy. No. Only if it's not true, but, but it is especially true. if you're someone who likes to have a simple beauty routine, I think it's a really good thing. Maybe wait till you're done with your like current shampoo and conditioner, yeah, and then give it a try. But it's pretty cool, and it, you know, supposedly works on all hair types, and I and I get how it can. Yeah, so. totally. This girl right here, as you guys know, has locks, and so I did not try the products <laughs> from the guidance of my loctician, who has got me on a strict routine. Loctician. However, I. <laughs> 
I do love that they are for everybody and the, um, true inclusion, true inclusion. Yeah. And it's something that like for sure, when I was younger, I struggled with just like going into the to the drugstore line and being like, this is all these products are for somebody else. Like yeah. there's nothing here for me. And now, yes, there are things for like more products for curly haired people. But I just like the inclusion. I like that they're trying to do it for everybody and they're trying totally, to totally which like, has to be hard because like my hair is much different from your hair. Totally. You know, but totally. it's cool that they've kind of figured out a way where like, nope, kind of anyone can use this. Yeah. Cool. Totally. I respect it. A lot. Yeah, it's really cool. We're um, such millennials. We love this I shit. I know, but I'll send some out to my sister, Jess, and she'll she'll try to give me the real feedback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, totally. Otherwise, guys, check out Hair Story. Yeah. Such an incredible company. And with a cool story. With I the, always love a good fucking story. Always love a good story. Yeah. Otherwise... Um, what's happening with us? We are in the studio, obviously, so book an appointment if you live locally at truebeautybrooklyn.com. Check out truebeautybrooklynpodcast.com if you want to find out more about us, but there's not really much more. We tell you everything. Yeah, I told you too much. Honestly. (laughs) Um, you can check us out on Instagram, of course, at truebeautybrooklynpodcast or just at truebeautybrooklyn. That's it. That is it. We will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.